salutations to all the nations. Welcome to another episode of a suave experience with your boy Darius D. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. Hopefully, all is well with you. Today, we're going to be talking about something interesting, something that I find interesting, and something that has changed my perspective on life in general. But before we get into that, let's get rid of the preliminaries and just talk about them quickly. So if you are a subscriber, thank you for subscribing. Also, please share this if you care on social media, because if you share it, it shows Darius that you care about the show. And also make sure, listen, y'all make sure if you're new here, we formally welcome you, but we ask of thee, okay? Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. Okay, we're going to try to uh, record at least once, maybe even twice a week. It depends. I think once school goes away, I might have more time. Depends on my summer job. So, yeah. I know that I missed last week, and it was for a valid reason, because I was scheduling some collaborations with other folks, so you'll see that next week, hopefully, but today, it's just going to be me, and what I do ask of you guys is, if you have any subject matter that you think is of great interest to me or might be of great interest to me make sure you hit me up underscore dd the suave kid 15 in the dms and then i can go over it with you if you have any questions comments assertions problems (laughs) i'm here to listen to you guys so after all you guys do listen to me so it's rightfully so that i should listen to you guys but yeah i just wanted to know what you guys thought about that per se and if you are down for that definitely hit me up in the dms and without further ado let's get right into the episode so we have talked about generations various generations and we broke it down to see because uh, i've talked about if I'm remembering correctly, I talked about the discrepancies between generations. I've talked about how dating in generations has changed. I've talked about generations a lot. One of my favorite wrestling tag teams of all time is D-Generation X, all right? But generations are important to me because I feel, or not that I feel, I don't like using that as a statement, but... I believe or I know that generations, we need one another because we are occupying the same space. So I think it's important for us to realize and come to the understanding that we're not enemies, but we're more or less allies. It's just that we're born in different eras. 
with the eras come different ideologies and with different ideologies is different ways of life and different thought patterns and different forms of logic not to say that there's separate forms of logic but meaning that your logical pattern is different for the most part right there's a general logical pattern or I, I think it's not parentheses, but premises that we follow in our everyday lives. But I'm just saying, you think differently. Now, do you think people have gotten smarter or do you think people have gotten dumber? That is up for you to decide. I'm not going to argue that today because I'd have to do way more research because that's pretty much like a loaded question anyways and depending on what side of the generation you are on if you're like a gen z or a millennial or you're a boomer or a gen x you're probably going to think that your generation is smarter than others that's not the case i think for the most part every generation has a lot of people who are considerably educated or smart or intelligent then you have people who are aren't Okay, and then you have people, and it varies all generation, but don't, but what we tend to do is we kind of look at the majority or perceived majority, which basically is what is seen or portrayed or the narrative, and we see the perceived majority and we think that's the entire generation in itself. That's not the case. A lot of times, if not all times, and even I can see it now is where people older than me think that our generation is inadequate and can't do anything and a bunch of snowflakes and blase blah and so on and so forth. But that's not the representative of the whole generation. It's just the perceived minor, um, perceived majority. There's a lot of people who are more counterculture, and there's people who like me who are moderate in between for the most part when it comes to that. But when it comes to okay, when it comes to Christianity, obviously I'm on board with that. All right. But I'm just saying political spectrum for the most part, it's nuanced, and I would be in the gray area on certain subject matters, not all. Okay, because I could get into the whole idea of politics and the church and how that can intertwine. And for the most part, it doesn't intertwine well because the goal of the church isn't the same thing as the goals of a political party. So we have to keep that in frame of mind. So let's get right into the subject matter so is our generation overtly sensitive and the answer is partially yes why is our generation like that well i will explain because that's what i do so when it comes to our generation what i've noticed and this is pretty much all this is partly deductive and inductive reasoning so it's the inductive part is my own theory and the deductive part is the general consensus that everybody else has um 
thinking about it, for the most part, our generation is more or tends to be more sensitive than others in certain regards. And this is what I mean. I mean, because in the past, not to say that racism and sexism doesn't exist, because it does, but because in the times in the past, especially in North America, because I'm going to say North America, because for some strange reason, Canadians think that Canada was never racist or that it's not racist today. And I talk to people like that all the time. I'm just like, they're just racist in a different way. <laughs> they're just racism in a different way. It's just not as blunt, per se, as America is. Okay, America is more brash about their racism. For the most part, I would say. But Canada has its own racial issues in the past. And it's not just about the natives and how they were treated about them as well. You can ask the Japanese about that head tax. Ask the Chinese about the head tax. You can ask uh, black people who lived in Ontario or out east about the KKK activity within the 1800s as well. Because one of the things people forget about Canada is because Canada wanted to have a high allegiance to Britain to show that they were not like America. And if you think about it, logically speaking, Canada, especially Ontario, like if you live in Ontario, you don't really live in Canada. You live in America Junior, okay? Ontario is basically a quarter copy of New York State or the state of New York. And Vancouver is basically like L.A., but the province of B.C. is basically like a mix of California and a mix of Portland or Washington State. No, Oregon. Sorry, Portland's the city. Oregon and Washington State. That's basically what it is. It's like Oregon and California had a baby, then you get British Columbia. So those two provinces do not count. Real Canada, to me, is basically the North Territories. And also, you have the rest of the provinces in the East and the Midwest. That is real Canada to me. We won't talk about Quebec because Quebec doesn't even want to be a part of Canada anyways. And uh, that's a story for another day. But... Going back to what I was saying, the reason why I said that is because in that time period, because America gained this independence in 1776, and then there was a war, as you guys should know if you studied history a little bit or took a history course in high school, you should know about the War of 1812, Battle of Fort York for Upper Canada. The Canadians did pull through and win that one for... I think won a couple battles to kick them out. So that's why we have like upper Canada, but it really is lower Canada. And that's where the state of New York is. So if you look at Canadian culture and how Ontarians go about their day, it's pretty similar to like New York or any other major state in America. Um, some people could argue that Texas is basically like Alberta or vice versa, but 
I'm not going to say that because I think it's slightly different. But if you think about it, for the most part, when it comes to that issue with uh, Canada, it's more or less that they wanted to be more like Britain, which was their mother country, and pay allegiance to them. And they, using their logic at that period of time, Britain was majority white so they wanted pure white blood so that's why there was the kkk in canada so i'll just do that in there for free but going on as we progress talking about the different things about generations and all that stuff um what i found interesting is that the older generation does believe that we're softer or that we're more sensitive. And I ask of you guys, do you guys think you are more sensitive? Gen Zers, millennials, do you think that you're more sensitive than ever before? And the reason why I brought up those past experiences with Canada and the States is because I think the problem is, is not that we're more sensitive as a generation because I think it's half and half just like any generation but for the most part when people talk about us being sensitive they're really just talking about the social justice warriors and the reason why I said earlier about the logic of generations or how we go about things more or less it should be the habits or the constructs the norms that we go through for the most part if you think about it it's because what we once thought was right we end up finding out that it was wrong okay so that's why i brought up the example about racism and sexism we know that it's wrong some people did know in that time period and fought against it that's why we have liberties today and others fought against that and others were on the fence because they kind of agreed, but they didn't take initiative in that regard. So when it comes to understanding why people think we're softer is because of how we react to things. And that's where the disconnect comes from is how you were raised, your era, and what in that time period was considered morally correct or incorrect is going to determine how you think a generation is soft or not. Because in our eyes or in this generation's eyes, for the most part, they when they think about boomers and when they think about Gen Xers, maybe we look at them as super insensitive. And now, because I'm more not partisan by any means, because I'm in the middle, I can look at it more objectively because when it comes to the older generation, a lot of times they don't realize some of the negative behaviors that they had or they did that was wrong. It's just, it was a norm to them and they just thought it was right in their own eyes. And I think what the disconnect comes becomes with is that our generation, because 
there's so much tragedy that happened in the past. We try to overcorrect and overcorrecting is not correcting at all because then you're just going the other way. And then the generation after that has to counteract that. So it's basically like when you have a screw and you have a screwdriver, you're screwing that screw in. One thing that they teach you, and this is just handiwork 101, is that you don't want to over screw the screw. Because if you over screw that screw, it could damage the furniture or whatever comp whatever fixture that you are making. All right. So one thing that they did teach me when I was working at Sears is that when you're building these things, you want to put it in the screw in the right place, right? But you don't want to overcorrect it because if you overcorrect it, it could damage the equipment. And then it's just as good as dead at that point. So that, or you can't unscrew it and then if it's in the wrong place, keyword, wrong place, then it's going to be hard for you to utilize that thing that you were putting, that fixture that you were putting together. So that's why, in my opinion, we have to be careful as a generation not to try to overcorrect things and rule out everything that came before us. Not everything in our past was completely wrong. And the thing that you guys fail to realize that annoys me is that you guys think you have the moral standard and that you guys think that you are, you have this self-righteous indignation about you that is actually kind of annoying and ridiculous because you're pointing out the inconsistencies in that generation and, but you're doing the exact same thing that they're doing, but in a other way. You're going the other way about it. You're silencing other people's opinion that are actually not bad. It's just varying from you. That sounds exactly like what they were doing. <laughs> right? You might think what you're doing is correct. I'm not saying you guys can't fight for uh, injustices around the world. I'm not saying that. But when these social justice warriors or these people who think that they know everything about life and they barely live. Like, how are you going to... Okay, okay. That's my thing, man. This is what bothers me about you guys sometimes. Is that, like, you guys think you have the answers to everything. And you complain about how people in the other generations have that same issue. That they, that they think they knew everything and that they're detriment to our society and our environment. Okay? But you fail to really listen to some of them and some of the good things that they have to offer you because you're just saying yo we know more than you da, 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 da. most of the researchers are around their age that you're banking off so it's basically is it that bad or is it you're just listening to for example a person who already had that agenda in mind so you just pretty much been indoctrinated you, you didn't really study and learn for yourself whether it is or not I'm not saying climate change isn't a real thing, but I'm asking you, do you actually believe it for yourself or you're just indoctrinated by it? And then if somebody who's older has evidence that says that is not the case, 
you're just going to discredit it and just say they're old and that they don't know what they're talking about and they're the reason that we're in the mess in the first place as if you could do anything else that actually benefits anybody else anyways and a lot of times we get confused um and we don't fully understand the ramifications of throwing out a generation before us because there's some things that you can learn you can learn what to do you can learn what not to do and i think both are important for our us to move forward i read um jordan b peterson's 12 rules for life and i believe in the seventh rule he talks about make sure your house is in order before you are able to criticize the world basically meaning that make sure you clean up your room literally and figuratively make sure your life is in order before you critique the world because a lot of times people use these movements to alleviate them for the mess that they have in their own life that they've caused and they're going to blame it on some external factor when really it is internal before i ever said anything about any uh discrepancies that happen out in the world and they are like institutionalized issues in the world today but before i do any of that i gotta make sure that what darius does first because this is coming from a christian's perspective but when it comes to all this stuff for the most part you have to make an account for yourself before God, before anything. But God's not worried about all this stuff. Like he's concerned that there's injustices. Of course, he's going to correct them. But he's concerned about what you've done first. And that's my problem with this generation that's sensitive about everything. Is that we're so easily triggered and a lot of it like i said it stems from what the other generations have done where we're just overreacting to certain things and what happens when you overreact to certain things is that people tend to not listen to you when something actually happens it's like the boy who cried wolf if you keep saying all these things are happening or over exaggerating Things that are minuscule and shouldn't affect you, right? And then when something actually happens, it's hard to determine whether, oh, is this an actual event of somebody being racist or is it just you being overdramatic? And we don't want to get to that point. And I suggest you guys read Bloomers or Blummer, B-L-U-M-E-R, his um paper regarding um what is actually what racism actually is and have we lost it what the true meaning of it is because people use it so loosely and that's why we have to be careful when it comes to being oversensitive because a lot of the times when people are oversensitive they are not willing to hear actual truth and correction they think everything's you're attacking them or everything's against them and you have this kind of narcissistic mind where everyone's going to try to take you down as not first of all life in general is going to take you down sometimes so not everything is just black and white that way i think certain things are nuanced 
And if you are going out of your way to be offended, that's my problem. I'm not talking about if something's actually offensive. Yeah, you have the right to be offended by certain things. And you can stand up for yourself or stand up for somebody that you think is offended. But what I do not appreciate <laughs> from what I'm seeing is that people are getting offended over things that they should not be offended about. That is not using logic you're just going about life based off how you feel your emotions vary each day you don't even feel the same way throughout the day so then why in god's green earth would you go out of your way to get offended and being sensitive about stuff and start canceling this and canceling that certain things should be canceled but the the irony of it all is that if you look at it from god's perspective there's a lot of things that you should have been canceling that you're not doing so is it really that you care about righteousness and what is right or is it just what you think is right and if it's that standard i don't care because what your standard of right is means nothing. It has no merit because it just changes every year. And you're going to give leeway to people that you like and you're not going to hold them accountable. I guarantee you. So I see this foolishness online all the time. And like I said, not everybody in our generation is sensitive. Some of us have thick skin. And I'm not excusing people to be... Uh, belligerent to people and use preservatives and cause harm emotionally to people because a lot of people in the past have overlooked that. I'm just saying, let's be smart. Let's look at what they did that was good, not erase the past. Let's take, because exactly, erasing the past doesn't really does do anything, really, because you're just going to repeat it anyways. Just look at the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the beautiful. And just learn. Can we just do that? Is that so hard? Like, I don't understand what's going on in this world today where we're counseling and changing cartoons. Like, I got inspired by this because I heard that Pepe Le Pew, the skunk, is canceled from the new Space Jam 2. And I'm like, bruh, LeBron... I went to bat for y'all, bruh. Because people are telling me not to go watch Space Jam 2 because it's disrespectful to, like, Michael Jordan and all that stuff. And usually most sequels don't hold up. The only sequel that I like so far is Coming to America 2 because it's, like, its own thing, but it pays homage to the past. But why are you canceling a cartoon character that's not, like, because then it takes away from the movie, because they also changed Lola Bunny, and I get why, because they're saying that it was over-sexualized, and that she was less of a strong woman, but that's not true because in the original one, first of all, nobody's really attracted to a bunny. The problem is, is that Lola Bunny in the first one, because this is a remake, so everything should be the same, but Lola Bunny in the first one, okay, 
she was actually the best player on the team for the animated characters. She was the second best player. Michael was number one, and then she was second. So she was a strong female character, a female lead in the show. So by just changing her, her body type has nothing to do. Like at best, you could just say change the costume then, but for the point of just doing it because you feel as though she's over sexualized, like that's not the point of the character. <laughs> the point of the character is for Bug. It was Bugs was trying to get at her, and she was resistant towards him because he thought he could just boo her just because he was Buzz Bugs, right? That was the point of her character, but to show that she's independent, but she also wanted to be in a relationship with Bugs. And Bugs was attracted to her. So we're canceling Looney Tunes. And Disney just came out with a statement. But they've been doing this for since they had Disney Plus, where they certain movies that they had in the past where the culture or the cultural ideologies at the time were different they put disclaimers out there so they did a disclaimer for peter pan so it's not available for the kids to watch only parents can watch unless their parent wants the kids to watch it and it's like peter pan like nobody's thinking about these things and this is why i'm saying this type of stuff is dangerous because you're going out of your way to get offended or to look for things that could be offensive when there's actually overt offenses that you guys don't care about. So it's like, it's just that you don't like it. Just say that. Because with Pepe Le Pew, they're trying to say that he exudes rape culture or he adds to rape culture. First of all, that's only if you believe rape culture is a thing. Okay, but number two, or the most important part of this is that, first of all, Pepe Le Pew, if you guys had any brain cells that work and weren't just looking to be offended by stuff, because I don't know why Warner Brothers or and Looney Tunes actually listen to these people, but If you look at the character, all the point the point of the character is is that he's a love struck romantic, right? So the cat usually gets paint on her back and then it, it appears that so she's a skunk. He thinks she's a skunk, but each time she rejects him. So if she rejects him and he runs away, and she runs away because at the end. Okay, hold on. Let me just take a quick break and then I'll explain it, the rest of it. So basically, at the beginning of each episode or each skit that they do, all right, or segment that they do with Pepe, Pepe is just minding his own business. He's a romantic. He's supposed to be like the stereotypical French romantic. So if you guys actually wanted a case, it would be more or less stereotyping french men as that that would make more sense but what it what he did was he was looking around minding his own business there's a cat she gets into a, a shenanigans 
And then she gets paint on her back some way, shape, or form. So he thinks it's a female skunk, right? So the whole point of this of that scenario. Cause yo, your boy DD knows cartoons and Disney and all that stuff. So you guys are not gonna pull a fast one on me. But what happens is they get she goes on around and then Pepe tries to swoon her, per se, and tries to get her attention each time. She doesn't like him because he doesn't know that she's not a skunk, right? So she's trying to get away from him each episode and is constantly rejecting him. So if it had to do with rape culture, he would have got it already, but he never gets her because she keeps rejecting him. After a while throughout the episode, some way, shape, or form, the paint either rubs off where she escapes, and then he looks for her and says, yo, where did she go? Where did she go? And then the episode pretty much ends on that cliff. It's just that he never gets her because once the paint comes off, he doesn't know where she is because she's not a skunk. Right? So there's misconception. And there was one episode where I think she was either hypnotized or looked at him in a different light. And then she was the pursuer in that regard. But needless to say, nobody in their right mind who's watched that as a child. First of all, this is another thing. When it comes to content creation and when it comes to watching children's shows, I think parents also should be there, number one, to dictate what they can and cannot watch, and also to explain reality and falsehood. Explain it. These people make think that, obviously, children are gullible, right? But my my parents taught me that What's on the TV, for the most part, when it comes to these shows, they're not real. (laughs) They're fake. It's a cartoon about a skunk and a cat where the skunk thinks it's a skunk, but it's not. And then number two that just boggles my mind is like, how then... Do you actually believe it's going to add to it when nobody in their right mind would actually try this in real life? Because that doesn't work. And the same thing is, I think they're going to try to cancel Johnny Bravo as well. Because with Johnny Bravo, if you guys grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s, is that he was kind of like a Elvis slash rock kind of bravado guy and like he thought that he can get any girl that he wants and he hits on them all the time and does pick up lines but the whole point of the show is that he never gets them because that doesn't work in real life and all the girls reject him or either beat him up which is highly unrealistic because yo johnny's jacked up like he's deezed and if you guys don't know what these means it means that he's really muscular but yo he in that episode or like in his shows, he always gets rejected. But then they're gonna say, I seen people in the comments 
when I rewatch some of his episodes, like, oh, yo, he's he's misogynistic. He's da 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 da. I'm like, that's the point of the show is that this type of guy doesn't get any girl because girls don't really want him like that, which is interesting because sometimes they do more often than not. But if you want to be, a, if you ever want to get a real woman or a woman with character, you're going to have to have a high value character as a man. That's the whole point of the show is making fun of guys like that who think girls just want them just because they look a certain way when after a while it's going to wear off because it's novelty. So that's what I'm trying to say is why are we getting caught up on these things and canceling like anything, taking Pepe Le Pew out of Space Jam 2. And now a lot of people don't even watch want to watch Space Jam anyways. Some of them don't want to watch it because they don't like LeBron, but that's another story. But there's that Evan changing Lola Bunny, which is like, eh, I get it. It's whatever. I don't really care about that that much. And then you never know. Johnny Bravo's next. I heard Dr. Zeus is gone too. It's like, fam, what are you guys? You guys are dying on the wrong hills. You're fighting the wrong battles. Like, there's other things in life that matter more important than these things that are not. Like, if you guys wanted to say that old school Looney Tunes from the 40s and 30s that are actually mocking different races and stuff or different um, ethnicities and whatnot, that makes more sense. Okay. But you're talking about Pepe Le Pew, fam. Like, are you that, like, are you that consumed in your ideology that you fail to realize the whole point of the actual cartoon? This is why some of y'all can't watch South Park either, and that's why South Park is goaded in regard. I don't really watch it, but South when I did South. South Park, bro. They made fun of everybody and showed like the nonsense that happens in our world today. And I'm sure they're gonna be making fun of uh this situation as well. Or changing established characters to fit propaganda. It's like, bro, like make up your own characters. I don't know why you have to take established characters and then flip it just because now inclusion is like that's not really inclusion bro if i have to change in order to appease you you should be more offended that they're not producing more shows that fits your inclusive narrative i mean i would like imagine like they just say yo i'm gonna make shaggy black so (laughs) black people can be happy it's like, that makes no sense. Like, that doesn't do anything for me. We already know what he was. You're just doing it to appease me. I would rather make a different character or another show that has people who look like me in it. That makes more sense. But people don't use sense that much anymore. And it's not just my generation, but it's just this time period, man. It's... Y'all make it hard to want to live in this time period. You're really making it hard. The fact that you guys are canceling Pepe Le Pew and changing established characters and all that stuff makes it hard for people to even want to watch or to be entertained by things. 
because now you're just thinking about all these different things that could happen all the time because of what happened in the past. You're trying to make sure that they avoid all these things. And for the most part, most shows aren't about that. If you think about it, they're not really focusing on that. And I've seen many YouTube videos trying to point out and fish for like sexism in this cartoon or racism in that cartoon or they write black people poorly in this cartoon or Asians in poorly in that. And sometimes it is true. I'm not gonna lie. Right? But at the same juncture, it's like some of them aren't even... Because my thing is, like, some of it is true. Like, you can see it. It's like, okay, that's not good at all. But my thing is, once you start this this trail where you're looking for all these issues and all the, and trying to expose all these things that are actually not there and making it seem and framing it and spinning it into something that is not, that's when it becomes more problematic because by that logic, there should be no cartoon or no uh, show because the reason why I say that is because for the most part, it's going to offend somebody. Just let that soak in for a second. There's, I can go through the list of shows and children shows and children movies and children or cartoons or even adult shows that is going to offend somebody because it is misrepresenting somebody. The fact that Porky Pig could be next as well because that could be considered fat shaming or making fun of people who have speech impediments, which ironically is funny to me because the actual voice actor for the original Porky Pig actually had a speech impediment. So he actually could not say the lines properly. So when they do that, I'm ready. Okay. But I know that they're going to try to do something. Or Daffy Duck, he has a lisp. That's another thing as well. Are you going to cancel him because he makes fun of people who have that problem? Same with Donald Duck, who can't speak properly. You can't hear him as well. What about Goofy? Is he politically incorrect? What about Crazy Steve from Drake and Josh making fun of people who are mentally ill or have anger issues? The list can go on and go forth. Anything from like, I want to say circa 2010 and up could be canceled, in my opinion. If we're going to follow this logic, I guarantee you, I bet it, that you can find something. I want you guys, this is your homework, bro. I don't really give homework because it's a podcast. But I want you to write a list of some of your favorite characters from your favorite shows. And I want you to sit down and think about how they could be canceled. I'm not, this is not fear mongering either. Don't worry about that. I'm just saying, if we start, if he's getting canceled, Pepe Le Pew, okay? 
if he's getting back. Man, they took away Elmer Fudd and Yo Samity Sam's guns. Okay, in the new Looney Tunes TV show that's going to be on HBO Max. Fam, Elmer Fudd is a hunter. What is he going to do? Nothing. Yo, Samity Sam, the whole purpose is that he's a cowboy, <laughs> that he has guns, and he lives in the wild, wild west in a certain period of time. <laughs> then what's the point of him being there? They're going to just cancel him altogether. They took away the guns, but they're still going to be there. I mean, at least I'll replace it with like a laser, a modernizer or something. But that's what they're doing now. And this is why a lot of people think that our generation is sensitive. And now, and it's not really just us, it's people who have these ideologies in generations before who are like basically indoctrinating our generation and pushing us to believe these certain things when we should just be laughing them off. Now, if it's actually warranted and you have a legit argument and it could be seen as wrong like some of the old cartoons back in the day and i've studied these different cartoons and these propaganda cartoons that they had back in the day then yeah because it's just mocking people at that point that's wrong but when you're fishing and you're searching for something that's not there that is annoying because now i can't enjoy anything because anything oh was this construct applying this show or da 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 da? Is this misogynistic here or does this glorify the patriarchy here or da da da? Like, stop being hypercritical about stuff and just enjoy the show. Like, I heard, I've seen this one girl go off on, like, uh, I think it's Bruce Butcher or whatever his name is that created, um, Fairly Godparents uh, and Danny Phantom and said, and she was just going in the town. A lot of people don't really like him, partially because of his Christianity view. Um, yeah, you guys can research that on your own. But um, yeah, re-watching her videos, like, man. Because sometimes you have to watch videos or read books that you know you're going to disagree with just to see what these guys are actually thinking. And I sat down and I watched it. Some of the points she made were okay, were pretty good. But, like, overall, it's like maybe I'm left in the dark or maybe you're just thinking that you're in the light and you're left in the dark. It's like, dog, nobody thinks women actually act like that. Like, bro, you got to... That's the one thing. You just got to use your brain because although, yeah, I guess people are going to say that, oh, it's just a misrepresentation. At the same time, there's other shows that counteract that. Most of these things are misrepresentation of actual people because they're not real people. So can we just enjoy the show, please? And with that said, that's all, folks. Yeah, I had to throw that. Oh, I gotta throw that out. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Actually, not watching. I'm in my YouTube mode, but 
thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure you, okay? Make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes as well as make sure you share this with your family and friends on whatever social media platform you so choose to use. And I really enjoyed making this one. I had to get it off. I had to rant on this one because y'all tripping, bro. Not the people listening, but y'all. But thank you guys once again. This has been your boy, DHD, and I'm signing off once again, once more. So just chill, just chill till the next episode because your boy, DHD, is definitely out of here.